Hallelujah, hallelujah. All right, and let me take this off the speaker. Amen, amen, amen. God bless you. Thank you so much for, again, being uh, prompt, being on point uh, for another evening of prayer, another evening of Bible study. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It is such a blessing. Um, Again, I am just uh, elated. I am overwhelmed with the way God orchestrates the things that he orchestrates. He does it for a reason. He does it for a purpose. And and I'm just I am just overwhelmed. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. You're such an awesome God. Hallelujah to your name, dear Father. We thank you for another evening of um, Bible study. We pray that you will have your way in the midst of our study and that your Holy Spirit would teach us. Let your power fall and let your word be revealed. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, amen. All right, it's another evening. We are still here. I don't know about you, but I'm excited about it. A guide to effective and powerful prayer, becoming a prayer warrior. Tonight, um, uh, it depends, and and I want to get there. (laughs) Um, Near the conclusion or at the conclusion, we are going to touch on a very, very powerful topic that, again, I feel so privileged that God has just, he has just, I mean, I don't know about you, uh, and I'm trying to think of something. Uh, most people, when they dip, like, like say a cookie in milk, or if they're dipping their chicken wing in some blue cheese dressing, um, or a nugget, you know, a lot of times they do the nugget. And, and some people, when they dip it, they just, you know, they just want to, they just want a, a little taste of the dressing, a little taste of the, the dipping sauce. So they just barely touch it in there, and then they eat a large portion of the nugget, the wing, the cookie, or whatever. But some people, you know, like me, uh, I take my wing, my chicken wing, especially a regular old fried chicken wing, and I roll it. I roll it in the blue cheese because I'm, I want mine saturated in in the sauce, you know, and I do the same thing with the nuggets. Well, I'm believing that that's how God has done me when it comes to this thing called prayer. He didn't just touch on it, and I believe Elizabeth Elves, I'm not taking anything from her. I'm not taking anything from her journey and what God allowed her to pin. I believe we've gotten uh, some very powerful nuggets out of this book. However, tonight, a a topic, and and maybe it's somewhere else in the book, a a topic that she just touches on. I'm saying you just dip it in there. She touches on it. God has literally dipped and rolled me over in this area. I can't wait to get there. Let's look at page 65. Let's look at page 65, and there's an area in my book, under intercession, there is an area Thank you, Holy Ghost. Give me two seconds. There's an area in there under that area called intercession that, um, and I I wouldn't say that it's entitled, uh, but it is italicized writing. It says, the initiative, the initiative for intercession, watch this, comes from God. Now, again, I'm translating, I am, I am overwhelmed with God's will. It's God's will. It's God's will. You've got to understand, you've got to get saturated. And this is one of those areas that I believe God didn't just, he didn't just dibble, he didn't drizzle, he didn't sprinkle. He dipped me deep into the will of God. He dipped me deep into understanding when you really love him, you put you aside, you put pastor aside, you put bishops aside, and you say, you know what, this has nothing to do with them. It has everything to do with God. This is God's earth. The earth, I don't know if you know it or not, but the Bible says the earth is the Lord's. This belongs to him. 
And then here it is, people are trying to orchestrate things their way. You say, well, Pastor, you know something, let a dead horse die. You are beating us to death. No, I'm getting you to a place where when you get it, let me tell you something, your prayer life and your life in general is going to go to, to a whole nother, watch this, not another level, it's a new area of understanding that is going to bless you real good. All right? Watch what it says. Again, very, very, um, I'm going to say covertly, it says the initiative for intercession comes from God. So for you to know who to pray for, it comes from him. As an intercessor, watch what it says, you must be sensitive and responsive, thank you, Holy Ghost, to the direction of the prayer of the Holy Spirit. This is what he places in your heart. So when you say the Holy Spirit is placing in your heart, over and over again, you're going to hear God's will be done. God's will. Look, when it's time to pray, the Holy Spirit will tell you. The way you're supposed to pray, the Holy Spirit is going to tell you. So what you want to do is be tuned to the Spirit of God that's in you. When Abraham, watch this, and, and again, i got to do more research in this area, but it appears to me, and you got to understand, when you get this close to God, he, again, is going to honor your request. Abraham wanted to save Sodom and Gomorrah. He was heading that way. It says when Abraham was interceding for the city of Sodom, God said, shall I hide from Abraham what I'm about to do? Abraham, if Abraham prays, listen, that's my man. I'm going to honor him. I remember times in my life where God has taken me on a journey, and I earnestly prayed for something. I believe that God had to answer my prayer. However, afterwards, once he did what I asked him to do, he had to reverse it and allow it to go right back the way it was. Why? Because it is a, watch this, I am saturated in the, good God Almighty, the sovereign will of God. He knows better than me. I don't want to do nothing that he don't want me to do. I don't want to say anything he doesn't want me to say. I don't want any thoughts in my mind, good God Almighty. No thoughts in my mind that he doesn't want me to have. I want to be saturated in him. There was a season in my life, and again, it prompted by the Holy Spirit, my spirit speaking to his spirit, his spirit saturating me with what I asked. All I ask, Lord, I want to be remote. This is one of my phrases that I would use. I want to be remote controlled by you. I want to be just like the TV. The TV don't be changing channels by itself. It doesn't put itself on mute. It doesn't lower the volume itself. You've got to do it by the remote control. God, I want to be, this is another one of my prayers. It was a season in my life. I just kept praying it, saturated. I want to be saturated. I want to be saturated. Dip me. No, no, no. Don't roll me over in the sauce. Throw, drop me down in it. Make the dish deep enough so I can be saturated. I want to be totally submerged in you. And now all I can think about, everything I read, my antenna's up. I'm sensitized towards the will of God. God, what do you want? Where's that? Oh, I see it right there. That's the will of God. I see it right there. That will be done. I see it. Yes, God, I understand. No, I don't want to pray. I don't want to pray that prayer. I don't want to pray. And I'm directing as many people as I can. You say, well, why is that congregation so small? Right now, I can thoroughly understand why. Because there's many, good God Almighty, there's many congregations that could not handle at this magnitude when, when you got 400 people, when you got 1,000, when you got 10,000. You say, well, how could the world? There's no way the world could be in the condition that they're in, that is in right now, if you had people who were, sat, watch this, saturated in the will of God. Doing exactly what he said. Now, yeah, I understand they got a thousand members at that church, but if they've got a thousand members, then guess what? They all would be praying the will of God. And if they all was praying the will of God, guess what? 
the will of God would be done. And we would still be in the same condition, watch me, that we would be in the same condition that we're in now because God said it was going to come to pass this way. However, when you've got a bunch of people who are praying that people like evil leaders, evil dictators would net watch this, the whole thousand of them are praying on one accord saying, I pray in the name of Jesus that that evil dictator does not come to power. And God's saying, I cannot allow people to, watch this, transform what is already predestined to come to pass. Only those who, watch this, who fear, and we're going to go over it again, who fear and reverence me, they're not, watch this, they are not rejecting you, Samuel. They are rejecting me. They don't want what I want. So if you had a thousand people praying their own prayer, praying that evil leaders, praying that all, watch this, all thousand of them, 1,000, they're praying that, that, that evil cease to be. No more evil. All 1,000 of them. He said, if two or three of you get together, touching and agreeing, it'll be done. You remember what happened? Uh, uh, what was it? At the Tower of Babel? At the Tower of, at the Tower of Babel, um, they, hold on. What is it? Okay, never mind. I can do it. Amen. At the Tower of Babel, he said anything they put in their minds to do, it's going to be accomplished. Anything. So I've got to come down and I've got to confound them because they're not seeking. Listen, they're not seeking me on what they want to pray for. They are coming up with it themselves. And when you study that, you'll find out that they wanted to make sure, for one, they wanted to reach up to God. They wanted to build a tower so it could be so high. For one, they said they wanted to reach the heavens. Number two, if God ever flooded the earth again, guess what? We could go up in our tower and we would not be flooded out and we could continue to do what we want to do. And God said, no, 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 it will not be done. Listen, my will be done. You got to understand, please do your research. Do your, do your research and see if what I say is true. This is what he says. Should we reveal this? Should I reveal what I'm getting ready to do? to Sodom and Gomorrah, because Abraham is trying to save them, and I need them to know. Please read it, Genesis chapter 18, verse 17. He's heading to Sodom, not only to get Lot. He wanted to save Sodom. God said, I need to let him know Sodom and Gomorrah is about to get burnt up. Intercessor, I'm going down to this next paragraph. Help me, Holy Ghost. Intercession has been described as a, watch this, love response to the prompting of the Holy Spirit. His will be done. For urgent needs, there's things that you don't know about that needs to be prayed for. And watch this. Do you believe this? All his children are called to participate in this kind of prayer. D-Y-B-I. D-Y-B-I. Do you believe it? All of us are called to intercession. That's why it says scriptures like pray without ceasing. We, we, are, we are, what does it say, called to participate for our sensitivity in our spirit to be ready to receive the call from the Holy Spirit. Galatians chapter 6, verse 12, we read, it says, bear one another's burdens. Here it is, you just want to talk about the burden. Here it is, you want to rehearse the burden over and over again, over and over again, over and over. I don't want to talk about no burdens. Yeah, if I talk about it, it's just to bring it to the, the sensitivity, bring it to your senses, bring it, bring it, point it out, and then pray about it. Father, in the name of Jesus, have mercy. Father, have your way. Father, let that will be done in their lives. No, 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 I'm not trying to end any burden. I'm not trying to stop you from going in the burden. If the Lord says this is what you need to be where you need to be at the time that he's going to need you, he needs you in a particular mindset. He needs you in a, t a particular spirit. 
He, and when I say spirit, he don't need you overwhelmed with some kind of happiness that's keeping you distracted. He needs you in a mindset that says, oh, God, do it in the name of Jesus. Do it with the right spirit. Do it with the right words. Do it at the, watch this, at the right command. Therefore, thereby, it says, bear one another's burden and thereby fulfill the law of Christ. What is that? The will of God. What is that? Thy will be done. God is pleased when you, what? Bear each other's burdens. In Daniel chapter 10, it records the instance when Daniel received the message from God concerning a great conflict between the angelic hosts. The Hebrew word translates message for to burden. When you get that burden and you start crying out, let me tell you something. The angels is going to send all kinds. I'm hearing people over and over again, people who do warfare, guess what? It's all kinds of attacks on them. Attacks on their marriage, attacks on their property, attacks on their physical body. Why? Because you are a prayer warrior. And when you are a warrior, guess what? The enemy will try to shut your mouth. Stop praying that prayer. Don't say that anymore. Don't do that anymore. If you do that, I'm coming at you. And you better understand that God will allow it at times. And again, the end result is Romans 8.28. He's going to work all that out for your good. It says often when God gives you a message or a word, there is a heaviness or a burden placed upon you. It's placed upon you. Watch this. To pray that word into action. He'll give you something, and then you pray it into action. Sometimes the directive will be to what? Pray the word of God. Get it. You remember we talked about it the other day. God, you told me. Father, you said in your word. It is, Jesus said it this way. It is written. Pray the word of God. No, no, no. I want to come up with my own prayer. I'm going to pray this way. I'm going to pray that way. Let me tell you something. The powers in the word. You can do whatever you want to do. I'm not until you are until your your mind, your spirit, your heart is open towards the word of God. You reverence it so. All I want to use is the same way. Jesus didn't say a whole lot of words. He says, it is written. Boom, scripture. Came at him again. It is written. Scripture. Boom. He did it again. Here it is a third time. He said, get behind me, Satan, for it is written. Less is more. Write it down. Less is more. No, no, no. You can spend an hour. I spend plenty of hours. I spend it sitting before him. Praying in the spirit. I spend plenty of time doing it. But that's him praying when I'm praying in the spirit. I don't spend a lot of time praying my own prayers. Why? Because I believe the word. I don't know what to pray for. I don't know what's urgent right then. So I pray many times in the spirit. I spend more time praying in the spirit than I do with my understanding. Why? Because I really don't know who needs it right then. You've got to understand the opportune word, the key word here is urgent. What's needed right now? And here it is. You're so small-minded that you're keeping your mind on those folks that you can see. There's somebody across the world that needs you, and you don't understand that you can affect change in China. You've got to get into the spirit of where God is, and God rules this universe. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Sometimes the intercession may cause you to anguish in heart. Warfare against the enemy forces can cause you to anguish in heart. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Wrestling within your spirit. If it wakes you up and it's burdening you, oh, my God, he was on my mind, Father, right now in the name of Jesus. Every angel, every demonic angel that's been assigned to him because he laid that particular person on your mind. 
You say, well, I thought you said pray for the nation. If he lays the nation, see, I'm a nation prayer. I'm a world prayer. That's, that's, how, that's what he's done. He's dipped me into the nation. He's dipped me in. No, not just the United States. I'm talking, he, I purchased the map. The whole world is in front of me. I mean, literally right now. Before, when he was bringing me up, I only had the, the, the United States. Then he opened up my understanding, and he showed me. He gave me a gift, and I had it in a box for a long time. It sits on my desk at the church now. It's a crystal globe of the entire world. I didn't understand it when he first got, but he's going to, watch this, he will bring you along where you are. He's not going to drop you into something that you ain't ready for. He's not going to drop you into something that when the attack comes, now you're going to give up your Christianity. You're not going to be spiritual anymore because when the attack comes, you start accusing God falsely. He ain't going to, he ain't going to drop it on you. You're going to start griping and complaining about the trial, which is to try you and is tempering you in the Holy Ghost that you might be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. That's his will. Help us, Holy Ghost. Watch what it says. Keep me on track, Lord. You must avail, I'm sorry, you must be available to receive a prayer message or a prayer burden from God. You've got to be ready. Father, oh God, right now in the name of Jesus, move by your spirit. Touch right now, God. And I'm trying to tell you that God understands when I touch right now, God, oh God, when I touch right now, let me tell you something. Things are happening. All When I say touch right now, I love it when I pray the Lord's Prayer and I say in earth as it is in heaven. I see the whole earth, every believer that's on, listen to this, on point, the same way I'm on point. Every believer, we pray together. We are one unit. We are not, I'm here and he's there. I'm praying with folk in Africa. I'm praying with folk in China who understand God's will is going to be done all over this world. In earth as it is, in heaven, boom, the whole earth is crying out, God, we need you. Move by your spirit. And what's happening is that men and women, boys and girls, are being moved by our prayer because we trust God enough that he's using us for his glory. Thank you, Holy Ghost. His secrets, watch this. And when the Lord reveals his secrets to you in this way, the Holy Spirit trusts. Do not take the matter lightly. It is a whole. It is a holy trust. Thank you, God. I, I was like, "What did that just say?" Because I, I, I didn't read it properly. When you read it properly, you're going to understand it. And when the Holy Spirit reveals His secrets to you in this way, it is a whole. It is a holy trust. I hope you get it. He cannot trust everybody with this. It is a holy trust for you to be an intercessor. intercessor. And, and watch this. As we drop down, it's going to reveal to you exactly what I've been saying. I didn't know how I got into this book. I don't, matter of fact, somebody, I don't know if it was a gift. I don't know, but I'm going to tell you this. It was a divine appointment. The way he revealed what he revealed in me and then give you the book to back it up, to teach those who are around you, it, this cannot be because of with a 1,000 people, even with uh, 400 people, even with 100 people, it's going to be very difficult to take them under your wing, 100 people, and to show them that this is a holy trust. That's why he said two or three who really get it, it's going to take a, a little bit for them to really get it. 
It, it should be the desires of your heart or prompting of the Holy Spirit. I don't know which came first, whether it was just something that God put in me from the foundation of the earth or whether the Holy Spirit said, okay, now is the time to reveal that thing that's been in you since, since the foundation of the earth or whether there was something in my spirit, man, that said, God, it's more than this. It's more than this to this thing called Christianity. It's more than this in this thing called prayer. It's more than this in this thing called spirit spiritual warfare. It's more. God, I need more of you. When he revealed to me Psalms um, um, years ago, and I read the Psalm, Psalm um, um, 119, that real big one, and when I, when I read through it, and I was reading it, and the next thing you know, God laid it upon my heart. What part really stuck out to me? When you look at 119, it's called he. Starts at verse number 33. Watch what it says. Teach me, O Lord, the way of thy statutes, and I will keep it unto the end. I'm in Psalms 119, verse 33. Verse 34 now. Give me understanding. Watch this. Give me understanding out of all of these verses. Come on now. When you look at Psalms 119, 176 verses. When I read through it, this one jumped out of me. This one laid upon my heart. I shall keep thy law, yea, I shall observe it with my whole heart. Saturate me, God. Make me to go in thy path. I hope you hear it. That will be done. Of thy commandments. For therein do I delight. Incline my heart unto thy testimonies and not to covetousness. Turn, turn away mine eyes from beholding vanity and quicken thou me in thy way. Thy will be done. Establish thy word, thy word, thy word, thy word is thy will be done unto thy servant who is devoted to thy fear. Turn away my reproach, which I fear, for thy judgments are good. Behold, I have longed after thy precepts, thy will be done. Quicken me in thy righteousness, thy will be done. That's 33 to 40. Psalms 119. Years ago, I wish I, a lot of times I write dates, dates in, my, in my Bible. I wish I'd have wrote a date. Years ago, you say, how did you get to where you are right now? Years ago, something in my spirit said, this right here, uh, I don't know what it totally is. And if I'd have known how powerful it was, it wouldn't be highlighted in yellow. It would have been highlighted in pink. I didn't know back then. But now, thank you, God. It's a journey that he's got you on. He's pulling you closer. He's drawing you closer. He's drawing you closer in the name of Jesus. Watch this. You must be available to receive the prayer, a prayer message, a prayer burden from God. These secrets, watch this, is a holy trust. When he reveals the secret to you, it's a holy trust. Do not take this matter lightly. The Holy Spirit moving within your heart, being obedient to cry out to God on behalf. Watch this. Spiritual leaders. Maybe some of the leaders are following because people are not praying for leaders all over the world. You got folks that belong to a church and they're not saturating their pastor with prayer. He's being tempted by the enemy, and the bombardment of the enemy's attack is more against him than the folks that are praying, and he's getting caught up in all kinds of sinful stuff. So he's saying pray for leaders. Pray. Watch this. I didn't write it. It's in the book. Elizabeth Owls wrote it. It says pray, number two, the nation. Pray for spiritual leaders, number one. Pray for the nation, number two, or an individual, number three. As the Spirit brings names, I say it often, as the names and faces pass through our mind. When a face, good God Almighty, when a face passes through my mind, Father, in the name of Jesus, do it, God. Do it, God. He takes my do it, God. He takes my heart. He reads my heart. He reads my interpretation inside my spirit, man. And God, what is needed to be done, you do it in the name of Jesus. I don't know what's needed, but God, his names and faces pass through my mind. Could God Almighty do it, God, to your glory? Do it, God, to your glory in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Watch this. In the name of Jesus. What are you saying? 
in the name of Jesus, because in your heart and in your spirit, it's so much, you're full, you're overflowing. And the only thing that keeps coming out is in the name of, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Do it, God, to your glory. Do it, God, to your glory. But you're not saying anything. You're saying a ton. The Bible says, and Jesus knew their thoughts. And Jesus knew their thoughts. People say, you're in my prayers and in my thoughts. Why? Because some folks recognize how powerful your thoughts are. In the spirit realm, they're even more powerful than they are in the natural Praying for who? Spiritual leaders. Praying for who? The nations. Praying for who? Individuals. As the Spirit brings names and places to your mind, effective prayer requires availability, sensitivity, and obedience. Effective prayer requires availability. That's why I'm asking, can you get up a little bit earlier in the morning? Stop giving God that, that, um, that um, fast food. That hot spot, that hot spot kind of um, um, uh, devotional time. Get up earlier, and I mean spend some time. Get up and stay up, focus, and I mean turn it over to the Lord. Every situation, He's gonna, He's already worked it out. He already knew that you were going to come to this level of understanding, and as long as you keep doing what you're doing, you're going to find out this warfare is very, very powerful. It's very effective because it's God's way. You've got to have availability, sensitivity when you get up. Don't Listen, I'm still wrestling, and, and God's giving me the victory. I didn't say I'm going to get it. God's giving me it. The victory is there. God has given me. Thank you. Put it the right way. He's given not giving is getting ready to have. He's given the victory. I got to walk in sensitivity to make sure that when you get up, that you're not all over the place, that you don't get up and think that it's time to do laundry. You don't get up and you think it's time for you to orchestrate your day and write down some new goals that you're going to do in the, in the flesh. But you be sensitive and then obedience when, when God says start to pray, that you pray. Listen to what it says. It says here, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves. What is that? Second Chronicles chapter 7. Am I still there? Uh, I think I was in this Bible, the Knowing Jesus. Uh, what was it? Second Chronicles 7.14. Okay. And I'm in the NET. Help me, God. Mm-hmm. N-E-T, where is it at? Here it is, N-E-T, Bible. The Lord's loyal followers, and I did not. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I wanted to read I-S-V. I wanted to read this first. I-S-V. And I think that the standard, international standard version. Help me, Lord. The intimate counsel of the Lord is for those who fear him so they may know, watch this, his covenant. The intimate counsel of the Lord is for those who fear him. Now, you know King James says the secret of the Lord, the secret of the Lord is with them that fear him. This is, listen to this, in the National Standard Version says, the intimate counsel, God is not, I hope you hear me, God is not revealing his secrets to everybody. He says, no, I got to keep you isolated. What I'm going to tell you in those last days is not for everybody. You got to understand when it's given to you, you don't go running blabbing it to everybody you meet. Because can I tell you something? I found out that you can go blab it to somebody, and guess what? They won't know what you, matter of fact, they start to look at you like you're crazy. You, can I tell you why? The intimate counsel of the Lord is for those who fear him. Other folks, they're going to think you're crazy. 
My grandmother told me years ago, everything, watch this. I was a babe. I didn't know. I didn't know scripture. I didn't know books of the Bible. I, matter of fact, I, didn't, I wasn't even planning on being in ministry. She told me, and I'll never forget it, she said, everything the Lord tells you, you can't tell everybody. They'll think you're crazy. Years ago, I'm talking more than 30 years ago. Why? They ain't ready for it. Let's look at this next version of the Bible. Uh, where is it? N-E-T. It says the Lord's loyal followers. They're listening to him, and they're not sharing everything with everybody. Why? Because they're listening to him to see if they're ready for it, and then as they're ready for it, that's why I'm hammering it. It is time. And when it is time, I'm not worried about you getting it in my time, because when it's time, God's going to open up your, your understanding. He's going to give you revelation knowledge, and you will not be able to deny it. That's God speaking. It ain't Pastor Shepherdson anymore. You can't deny this. In your spirit, you know that's God. His loyal followers receive his guidance, and he reveals, watch this, his covenantal, covenantal, demands to them. When you've got this closeness with him, he's got a covenant with you, and he showeth them his covenant. This is that you're saturated with, I listen, if evil's got to run rampant, if Judas has got to betray him, if Paul's got to who was it? Peter got a cut off an ear, and he put it back on. Why? Because it is whatever the Lord says is supposed to happen. If you mess it up, listen, God will allow a miracle to happen so it can go back, and it's got to go the way. Jesus had to go to the cross, and Peter's getting ready to start a war. He said, no, 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 it ain't going to be no war here. Hold on a second. Let me put your ear back on and let me go on to what I got to do. What we got to go through, we got to go through. Help me, Holy Ghost. At the rate I'm going, I will not make it. But I'm going to I'm going to pick up the pace. Help me, God. Listen to this. I'm going to move on. The bottom page I highlighted, circled, and then I wrote a big old note down at the bottom. Listen to this. How do you know what to pray for? Lord have mercy. Oh, this is when it really got good right here. This little part right here. How do you know? I mean, when you're being honest with yourself, I just had to be honest. I really don't know what this person needs. Here I am getting ready to pray that this tribulation stops, and it's orchestrated by God. I'm about to pray that Pharaoh let the people go because these plagues is wearing out the people in Egypt, and even the Hebrew children are looking at what the, Egypt, the Egyptians are going through, and it's stressing them out. I'm going to pray that this plague's in. And that was a plague number two. God say, I got eight more to go, and you praying if you don't shut up. You praying that the plague stop, and I'm trying to get you to stop praying. Why? Because you are a faithful person, and I got to honor your prayer. Abraham, don't pray nothing about Sodom and Gomorrah. Why? Because I'm about to burn it up. Don't pray that these plagues stop. Why? Because I got eight more to go. You don't know what to pray. When, and I'm sorry, maybe you do, and I just don't. Listen to what it says. The scripture gives guidance. The scriptures give guidance. And the Holy Spirit will bring to you the most urgent request. What is it saying? Thy will be done. The Holy Spirit will tell you. And, I, and, and again, I'm not happy. I'm not going to be overwhelmed. I'm not going to be happy when we get to heaven and people who said, the Holy Spirit told me this, the Holy Spirit told me that, and they were lying. I am not going to be happy with the results. It is not going to do my heart good for folks to be bust out in front of the Lord, by the Lord, that I never know. I did not say that, and I did not say that. 
I'm not blaming stuff on the Lord that I don't believe is the Lord. You've got to make sure you know that voice. Listen to what it says. Top of page uh, 67, Psalms 25 and 4. It says, make me, watch this, same thing I was just reading in, in, in Psalms 119, 33 through what? 40, right? 33 through 40. You may want to read it. 25, 4 and 5. It says, make me know your ways. I hope you hear it. That will be done. Oh, Lord, teach me your path. Thy will be done. Lead me in your truth and teach me. For you are the God of my salvation. For you I wait all the day. God, is whatever you want, whatever you need right now, God, do it. Do it by my mouth. Do it because you said something must be spoken. Do it because you're looking for hearts that's bent towards you. Psalms 25 and 14. Stay right there in the book of Psalms. Stay right there in chapter 25. Drop down to number 14. The secrets of the Lord is for those who fear him. And for, oh, we read that. That's good. And he will make them know his covenant. Being, watch, watch this, begin by asking for what? Lord, what do you want me to to pray for. This particular person that needs prayer today, oh Lord, what do you want me to pray? What is your heart? I hope you hear it. She may not have wrote, that will be done, that will be done, that will be done, but you better see it. You better read in between the lines. What is your heart? What is your most pressing need? How do you want me to intercede? It's all over it. Father, let your will be done. Direct me. Certain people, they will not understand it. I can't pray that prayer. Oh, my goodness. I can't pray that prayer. I'm not praying prayers that I don't expect to happen. No. You get that understanding. when you wait, Listen, you either get frustrated or you get that understanding. You keep praying stuff that don't come to pass, praying stuff that don't come to pass, praying stuff. Listen, you start to understand it. Hold on a second. I'm praying and God is not answering. He says, well, if I'm going to answer all your prayers, I'm going to have to open your understanding up because you're at the level where your prayers are going to come to pass. However, I've got to let you know you don't pray your own prayers. You pray what I tell you to pray. You pray what I inspire you to pray. You pray what I bring you to. Sometimes, okay, slow down because I already know it's not right here. It's later on. Here we go. Watch this. I'm going to show you other ways that he brings. It's in the book that he brings you to know what you're supposed to pray. Listen to this. Drop down to the next paragraph under the bullet. It says, and you may wonder, how will I know what the Holy Spirit is calling me to pray for? The Holy Spirit will show you by what? Words, message, messages, thoughts. These things are going to stir your spirit. Watch this. Sometimes these stirrings will totally surprise you. The following are ways to identify a call to prayer. The Holy Spirit will bring it to mind. He may drop a face in your mind. He may drop a name in your mind. He may drop a family or a church situation. He may drop, like he does with me, the whole nation. People are being blessed all over the nation. Can you handle that? That's why I said, he stopped me. He said, hold on a second. Really? You're going to try to direct? This is, what, this is what, how it came to me. Now, he talked to you a different way. He talked to me the way I can understand it. He, this is what he said to me. You're going to focus all this power on one person. It blew me away. All this power on one person. Really? The God I serve is mammoth. The globe that sits on my desk at the church is small enough to hold it in your hand. That's how God has this earth. He's gigantic and the earth is small. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Keep it moving. Oh, my God. Help me, Lord. Watch this. We went through it. The names, the family, the churches, the nation. Or, watch this, 
a scene. Okay? Number two, it says the Holy Spirit will bring it to mind. Number two, God places a need on your heart. Perhaps, and this is what I was alluding to, but I said we'll get to it at the bottom. Perhaps one, perhaps one you have observed or heard expressed in everyday conversation. A friend calls you and requests prayer. News, watch this, news media alert. And it says that there's a landslide. It says there's a fire in California. And, oh, my God, something runs through you. The next thing you know, you're interceding for California. No, no, no. I'm not talking about one person. I'm not talking about one family. I'm not saying because that celebrity's house is in danger and you're praying for that celebrity. I'm talking about California. I'm talking about the wind is about to, good God Almighty, the wind is about to blow in California in the opposite direction of the homes. Why? Because of your prayer. And if you're not there, you're going to get there. Watch this. Uh, news media, we did that, that alert, current events. I like this next one, the next bullet. It says something you witnessed such as a car, this is where I really wanted to get, a car accident, and you wonder why you went that way, and the next thing you know is a car accident. God allowed you to go that way. Why? Because he needs somebody to pray for them folks that was in that car. You got a whole lot of Christians that will drive past a car accident, and guess what? Won't say a mumbling word. That was something my wife, co-pastor, she introduced me. I'm talking to powerful prayer. I mean, she would be grieved when she rides past uh, uh, folks set out, folks that didn't uh, been in a car accident, and I mean, it's a bad car accident. Bam, she gets to praying. She gets to mumbling a little, oh, God, please, God, don't let anything. I'm like, my goodness. But it opens your understanding. God will allow folks to teach you stuff if you're open to learn. She riding past somebody that gets set out. She don't know him, but we just so happen to go that way. That's what it's saying, that God will allow it to happen. Don't think that it's an inconvenience that he allowed you to go that way and there was a car accident. It may just be your call to intercede. Watch this. You see the ambulance, a person that was in obvious need, someone being abused hearing about somebody abused, a crime taking place, you see it on the news, it may prompt you to pray. All right? Flip over. Top of page 68. I'm rushing now. I'm, I'm getting to my point. Remember, intercession begins, here you go, that will be done, and ends by God. Did I write it? It's really intercession ends it begins and ends by God. What is God trying to do? Drop down to the next paragraph. Don't be surprised. This is where I really wanted to get all, all, all evening long. This is where I really wanted to get. Don't be surprised if occasionally you experience something unusual or unexpected, such as, now again, this is where I believe he dipped her, he saturated me in it, but he dipped her. He allowed her to touch. She touched on it. Sometimes laughter. <laughs> I used to get upset because people would be singing, and in the middle of their singing, it's a very powerful song, and the next thing you know, they start laughing. Tasha Cobbs does it. She's singing this good song, and next thing you know, or she begins the song, and you hear <laughs> You would be amazed at what God can do with a laugh. Watch this. Groans. I hope you see it. I'm not, I'm not writing the book. She wrote the book, Elizabeth Els. He says, watch this, unexpected. Laughter, groans, weeping, or travailing, listen, sounds. That's why I'm teaching the Kishada Oh, God. Mm, God. Hey, God. Ah, God. Why? Because God can interpret your groanings. By the power of his spirit, even groanings, utterances, laughter, when it's coming out of your mouth, when it's coming out of your spirit, it means something to God. When you're connected, <laughs> come on, God, ay, yada, 
Mm-hmm. It means, that's why you see. Now, what happens is when you learn it, you do it. Watch this. Obedience is better than sacrifice. You don't do it to make yourself seem spiritual. You don't do it at any given time. You do it directed by the Spirit of God. And God says if you're around people who don't understand, it's not advantageous. It is not hope. Thank you, God. It's not productive in the spirit for you to be speaking in an unknown language, for you to be moaning and groaning for an hour at a time, and the folks around you going, why did she sit there for an entire hour going, mmm, 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 mmm. to understand Elizabeth Owls she was dipped in it she touched it she didn't dip down she wasn't saturated but she touched on it laughter groaning weeping travailing sounds Paul admittedly prayed this way saying my little children of whom I travail in birth giving until again I'm sorry at birth again until Christ be formed in you. Now watch this. Galatians chapter 4, verse 19. Here we go. Let me see if I think I can back this up and I have it on Galatians. Nope. One more time. Nope. Okay, I'm going to have to look it up. Oh, okay, here it is right here. I got it on this one. Galatians 4, and what did I say? 19, easy to read. Listen to this. Just in case you didn't get it in the King James. Little children, I am in pain again over you. Like a mother giving birth, I will feel this pain until people can look at you and see Christ. Help me, Holy Ghost. I'm, I'm, I'm burdened with this thing. Mm, God, I want them to get it, God. We're getting ready to do some stuff, and it's not going to be for form or fashion. It's not so we can invite folks to the church and watch them. Watch this. We're going to use God like a, a, like a spectacle. We're going we're gonna to flaunt God in folks' face. We're going to try to put on expeditions. People can see what God can do. No, it's not about that. When you get this, you understand it's not trying to make God a spectacle. Jesus stayed on the move with the things God was doing to him. Why? Because people would have Jesus set up like a circus. Some of the people would see the miracles, and all they want to do is follow him around. They didn't want God. They didn't want salvation. They just wanted to keep seeing miracles done. And you better believe the same way it was in that day is the same way it is today. Folks flock behind different people because they want to see a show. You better understand, being serious about God is not about seeing a show. That's why when you pray in the Spirit, you don't know how it's happening. Folks would prostitute God if he gave him the ability to lay on hands, to speak, and things were happening in the Spirit. They would prostitute God. They would pimp him. They, and, and, and thank you, Holy Ghost. They wouldn't prostitute God. They wouldn't pimp him. They would prostitute his power. They would pimp his power, using it for their own filthy needs. When you pray in the Spirit, many times you don't see what's being done. And that way you can't be distracted. That way you can't start to say, how can I turn this into money? How can I start turning this laying on of hands into money? It's not about me getting paid. It's about God having his will done. And when he blesses me, he blesses me, and I thank God for it. And the way he blesses me, I thank God for it. If you don't think, watch this, if you don't think you would, <laughs> you need to wake up. If, if you wouldn't, then God would allow it to happen. Not many people did you see. Sometimes, listen, you know what? I'm wondering when the Bible says that even when their shadows would pass over them, they would receive their healing. People would receive their healing. And I'm wondering if they would receive their healing and the disciples didn't even know that they were getting healed. Why? Because when you realize that you got the power, you better understand it starts to get to you. 
That was Galatians chapter 4, verse 19. Be careful with your moanings and your groanings. You better understand that there could be miracles happening with just a believer. I'm talking about the ones who love him. I'm talking about the ones who fear him, who reverence him. The rising up early in the morning has nothing to do with me. You better be careful. Let me tell you something. I wrestled with it. Because when I started to rise up and spend that time in prayer, and I'm talking praying in the spirit, and the next thing you know, the way my day would go, I said, oh, my God, I'm getting up again tomorrow. Why? Because you want your day to go the same way yesterday went, and it was a blast. Things were happening. And then you have to wrestle. Why are you getting up? Oh, my God, I'm not getting up. I'm not going to get up because I don't want to do this to God. I don't want to get up just so my day can go smooth, just so when I run it, watch this, still had conflict, still had controversy, but I handled it a whole different way. The outcome was different. My comments was different. My flow in business was different. The interactions, in the context, the divine connections were different. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm getting up again tomorrow, and I'm getting up till the next day, and the next day. Hold on a second. Are you getting up because you love him? Are you getting up because you have a covenant relationship with him? Are you getting up because you reverence him, you fear him, or are you getting up so your day can go better? Why are you getting up? My God, no, I'm not getting up. No, but I got to get up. Can you stand to be blessed? And can you stand to know where your blessing is coming from? And can you stand to know where your blessing is coming from and still do it for the right reason? He don't reveal this to everybody. He said where two or three are gathered, if I can get people who love me and not the things I give them, if I can get people who reverence me, who revere me, who are saturated, who are dipped down in my will. Listen to what it says. Many times you may pray in a very authoritative manner over, watch this, principalities and powers of the evil unseen world. The Holy Spirit will set the tone. I'm ending right there. Thank you, God. The Holy Spirit will set the tone. The Holy Spirit will get you up. You can't force people to come along in this thing. You can't get upset because they're not there. Why? Because it hasn't been revealed. They're understanding. They haven't got to the level of reverencing God yet. You sit before him. You travail before him. You listen. When you want it, you got to want it for the right reason. I want it so as soon as I get it, I'm going to start doing things my way. You got to understand the level of power that Lucifer had in heaven. And when he got it, it got to him. You got to be able to handle that will be done. You got to be able to handle intercession at the level of praying in the spirit. It's what you believe. Do you believe you got the power, watch, flowing through you? No, no, no. You're not the power. The power is flowing through you. I, the Recently we had the sidewalk in the front. The front of the house, we got the sidewalk replaced. When the guy tried to break up the sidewalk, the old sidewalk, he tried to do it with a sledgehammer and couldn't do it. He needed a jackhammer. When he brought the jackhammer, he said, could I plug it in in the house? And I said, sure, no problem. So I ran and got my extension cord. When I got the extension cord, he said, no, 
can use that one. He brought one that was almost four times the size of mine. He said, use this one. If I use the one you had, it'll burn it up. The power of the jackhammer was so powerful that it's flowing. The power that it's going to draw through the extension cord was so powerful going into that jackhammer that it would burn the cord up. You got to be able to handle the power without burning up. God bless you, saints of God. I pray that God prepares your heart for the revelation of praying in the Spirit. Good night.